Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, it's so good to see you today. And what great intro music is that, my friend, eh? On the cusp of Donald Trump, the 45th and 46th and soon to be 47th president getting arrested next week, our top story of the yeah, week. Yeah, easy does it. Easy does it there, pal. <laughs> One thing that I, first off, good to see you. Good uh, to we see hope, you, also, yeah. We hope everybody is doing well wherever and whenever you happen to be listening to this. Hey, we're recording this on March 19th, 2023. Um, and we are really pushing that date because there's a good chance that if you hear this after Trump is, quote unquote, indicted, we just want to, you know, g- give you a heads up because we're trying to get ahead of the, uh, of the game on this breaking news story. Right. Yeah. OK. So this nonsense has been in the works for two years, yeah. three years. Yeah. They've been floating years. this yeah. nonsense. So uh, in a nutshell, let's let's sum it up for the for the yeah. fans out there, folks. Yeah. So our four, our uh, favorite former president, Donald Trump, who, by the way, just got a standing ovation at a uh, wrestling uh, uh, event over the weekend. People love him. Um, this is, uh, stems back to his, quote unquote, payment to hush money to Stormy Daniels. Yeah. A.K.A. Horseface. Um, <laughs> and no, he, from from what I can see, and I want to get your two cents on this. Yes, sir. This was paid through his personal attorney at yes. at the time, Michael Cohen, who's later been really just uh, trash as, as a human yeah. being. Yeah. So when you do that, um, you're uh, it's there's no it was not tied to his campaign, and that's what they're trying to get him on. So that's right. let's just also mention that the dirtbag who's trying to push this through, also known as a George Soros acolyte. Right. Paid off. Uh, City of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, right. who's trying to become the most famous Bragg of all time by uh, putting this through. The left is salivating. And how, how are we looking on this? Do you think it's going to happen this week? Yeah, de- I think it definitely is going to happen on Tuesday. There is a surprise witness, Dave, who apparently is supposed to appear uh, in front of the impanel, the grand jury. You know the old expression in prosecution circles. You can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. It's 15 or 20 people. They'll do whatever the prosecution wants. There is no cross-examination. There's no defense. So they're really just assembling, you know, in this case, just phony charges. But, yeah, let's break it down a little. So basically, you know, they're trying to connect two misdemeanor charges and make them a felony charge. That's the th- that's the theory of their case because, the you know, a private contract to – pay someone to shut up is not uh, not against the law. So there's that aspect. Um, the aspect of where the funds came from, that's already been debunked. I'm not sure if you remember, Dave, a federal judge heard this case one year ago last week, and the, tri- and the case was dismissed. So the, this entire Stormy Daniels you know, case. So a federal judge dismissed. So there's actually also aspects of double jeopardy um at play here of course you brought up the the the, the piece about uh, this is uh, you know a soros backed uh a, a district attorney alvin bragg a known trump hater and actually the um the deputy attorney general who uh, works below him is even more strongly connected to uh to uh soros her name is meg rice a true believer. She used to work with the previous DA, Cyrus Vance, who also was a Trump hater. So this has been orchestrated for quite some time. It appears as though there is some connectivity between Biden's DOJ, Garland, uh, Speaker McCarthy is all up in arms. There's going to be hearings on this Monday. There's a lot of stuff breaking. At the end of the day, I do think uh, he'll be charged. Um, The extent to which he, the Secret Service apparently ultimately has discretion over whether or not he's handcuffed and perp walked, so to speak. Um, I don't think that will happen. Um, But he will, you know, he will 
surrender um, to the charges if they come, I believe. Wow. Um, it's the next few days will be, um, exciting yeah. <laughs> if, if nothing just else to say the least. Here's, let me, let me just say, well, let me just say, I mean, we're going to unpack this story a little bit more, but let me just say sure. one thing. Cause we're talking about Jan six a lot and, and, you know, you know, hate the Democrats all you want. J six was probably the most masterful media campaign. We talked about this a couple of shows ago, um, ever, I believe if handled correctly, um, what is the date actually? Let me just look that up. What is the date? on Tuesday. I believe is that the 21st, 21st is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe 321 is our J6. Let me just say that again. I believe our 3 321 23 will be our J6. And what I mean by that is that this is the moment when 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 ultimate totalitarian regimes fear the most when they've lost control, what do they do? They ar- they start arresting the opposition, and that's what's happening here. They they try to take over your healthcare, your financial system, uh, what you where you shop, what you do, what kind of electricity you use or power you use, what kind of gas ranges you use, and now they want to take away the opposition by arresting them. That is the action of a banana republic. Look, uh, we've long passed that that line in the sand of us becoming a third world nation. The question is just how fast we're going to get there, and that and what you just described is is about is when you start arresting and jailing. Uh, your political opponents. Hey, let's take a look at Gandhi, Martin Luther King, so on. They all got arrested too in the past, and it actually yeah. boomeranged on all those people. And, and that's why the the point I want to make is that you know Donald Trump is a master at four dimensional chess. Yes, he um, he's obviously still has a lot of um, hands in the pie of being connected to New York City. So he he got wind of this, and he he's the one that actually announced this just yesterday, saying there's a very good chance I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. So he. You know, it's interesting that, and people have already kind of analyzed, why would he do this? I, I think it was smart of him just to put it out there, to yep. let everybody aware of it. So we had this entire weekend of, uh, you know, one of the best known in the business for, for lawyers is that Jonathan Turley yes. uh, from George Washington, Georgetown. who yep. just laid it, laid it out that, hey, this was payment uh, uh, as a legitimate legal fee. So he uh, debunked all the nonsense about this. Yep. And there's really, um, there's no, you could say, oh, just brush it off as, as a big nothing, but as we all know, the Dems love the floor show, just like J6. They love oh, to sure. have a, a big production. Big production. And they, they're salivating to think of Donald Trump walking up those steps in handcuffs and oh, being, being fingerprinted. That's oh, all dude. they care about. They don't no, care what, what's behind yeah, it. No, 100%. And actually, you got the Rob Reiners and the radical far left saying he should be held without bail. <laughs> I mean, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, are, you, are you freaking yeah. kidding me? Held without bail for, for what, a misdemeanor? Pretty much like the same thing they think. Oh, let's see. Like the same thing they think about the hundred or so um, detainees at the at the D.C. Gulag who are being held in, illegally there. Dave, by the way, all this stuff broke. When did it happen, Dave? When did it happen? Exactly one day after House Oversight Committee announced they had Biden bank records, and this went public on Friday. And the very within 24 hours, Alvin Bragg laid down that indictment. Don't tell me there's no connection. We we th- this is a total distraction play. We have got Biden dead to right with suspicious activity, tre- Treasury reports, wires, millions of dollars to the Biden crime family. Within 24 hours, they turn around and have an indictment. Come on. Yeah, I know. This was all. This was like in their back pocket. It's like, oh, I got an ace in my back pocket. I'm going to yeah. play it right at that exact totally. moment. Which is because they didn't want to have this entire weekend be all about Biden, which yeah. is going to be anyway. And by the way, you know they've um, they've only uncovered the bank records from one bank. There's apparently 12 more banks that have additional wire transfers with yeah. the Biden crime family, which yeah. I'm I'm going to love to have come out. And it's the last thing to the story, dude. 
how many was it like hundreds of years ago, decades ago? No, just a couple years ago. Former President Bill Clinton paid Paula Jones eight hundred fifty thousand dollars to keep her. And by the way, that was not just a uh, a patty cake thing. That was a pure. That was a, a sexual harassment claim. Yeah, and he was never arrested for it. Of course not. No, I mean, absolutely. Look, it's again, it's a private contract. As I've said, there's nothing. This is going to go nowhere. This this is no. a this is purely political. I would just encourage all of our listeners and so forth. Don't get go ahead and get angry, but you know, call your senator, call your congressman. Um, you can protest. Do not get violent. Do not get sucked into the J six model again. Remember. That was that was an entrapment procedure. They use that against us and are continuously sure. trying to use that against us. So do not. Well, I think I think, we're gonna, I think we're going to behave this time, um, and I think I think we're going to see a very quick boomerang effect on this. And Elon Musk had a, had a great uh, uh, tweet over the week, just ba- saying this oh, is yeah. going to re- uh, be a, a landslide victory now for, for Trump if, uh, <laughs> because this is all just going to be uh, a big backfire. Um, yeah, hundred percent. So we 100%. can't wait for that. Um, hey, yeah. let's let's jump into a good rave because we've mentioned this quite a quite a few times. Yeah, and it's so important to the world and to the health of uh, societies in general. But we've been talking about the Dutch farmers for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, um, and how they've just been um, just I, I, it's just been bloodied. They've I think been it's excoriated. Just the way to put it. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, any terrible word and just out of nowhere. And this is how you do it, folks. This is how you do it. Just like the song says, out of nowhere. They had an election because, you know, in Europe, it's hard to know when they have elections. They just, oh, it's a Tuesday. Let's have an election. I can't, can't keep track, right? I know. Yeah. So anyway, this is the highest. This is how you do it. This is called power to the people. Yeah. The highest turnout in 30 years. The Dutch voters gave an extraordinary signal to their uh, to their government. They have elected into power. It's called the Farmer Citizen Movement. Yeah, I love that. Or BBB, which stands for Boer Burger Bewegig. <laughs> what the heck? BBB for short. That's okay. the that's the Dutch you know phrasing yeah. of it all. Better Business Bureau over here. They're exact different, a whole different thing. But anyway, sixty one percent of the Dutch people turned up, and this is, you know, uh, we think, oh, what are the Netherlands? Who cares about their farming? It's very important. We talk about how how yeah. important it's the third it's to or fourth Europe. leading exporter of agricultural products in the world. They're very exactly. very efficient and all this, farmers. Those guys and all this nonsense of the eco activists that has filtered into our uh, the politicians yeah. over there have. Thousands of, of farmers have lost their livelihood. Yeah. Uh, it's incre- increased inflation because the, the products have gone up. So that's fantastic. I hope they do a great job. Good luck to you guys. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I mean, basically, and just for folks who haven't been following this story, um, you know, they said they said they had too many cows producing too much methane gas and wanted to impose <laughs> they wanted to impose climate change emission controls on the farmers. And Dave, you laugh, but I'm I'm simplifying this for the audience because that's basically what they wanted to do, and that's what caused the entire farming revolt. Um, oh, Lord. It's hey, just, jump, yeah, jump yeah. to the banking nonsense yeah. again. What's no, the latest with that? Yeah, there's. Uh, let me let me. Connect. We, we like to be dot connectors on this show, Dave. Let's connect the dots for the folks out there listening. Financial meltdown, geopolitical, Chinese Communist Party, TikTok. You know what's it all got in common? There are common threads, folks, and and it's really important that people understand. Um, Treason, right? Very important word, treason. You know, you don't steal an election, give money and weapons to the Taliban, destroy our military, destroy the food supply, energy and gas, open the southern border and encourage an invasion unless you're really intent on destroying the country. And that is exactly what this global elitist administration is doing. So a couple of updates on the financial situation. So today we're taping this on the 19th on a Sunday uh, the uh, futures market should open in a few hours in Asia. 
we are in this is going to be a meltdown week dude i'm not going to sugarcoat it for you this is this is that the, there's no sugarcoating it this is going to be a rough um few days and a rough few weeks and if you thought 2008 was a problem buckle up because this is going to be a lot more like the great depression all over again um let me let me let me expand on what's going on so first in no particular order uh over the weekend saudi arabia iran and china uh, reached a massive oil deal to price oil in yuan, the Chinese currency, rather than petro, rather than uh, U.S. dollars. First time it's ever happened in history. We are at the beginning of losing our status as the world's prime reserve currency. Now that's a big deal because if, if yes. things like commodities and oil are not priced in U.S. dollars, we cannot continue to print money and monetize our debt, and we can't grow our way out of our debt crisis. And that means we're basically going to. Um, collapse on the weight of our own debt because what these small little countries around the world that actually own all the content, as you like to say in the media business, they own all the commodities. What do we have as the United States? We have paper, we have the US dollar, but if things start getting priced in something other than US dollars, there becomes a huge problem globally. So that's one angle that people need to keep in mind. Uh, banking stuff, so Credit Suisse and UBS right now, as we speak, are being nationalized by the, the Swiss government. So I think everybody's been watching how Credit Suisse has been falling apart over the last week or so. UBS was in big trouble a while back, and now it looks like the uh, government of Switzerland is trying to pull a deal together to put both banks together, backstop them, and nationalize them. They're insolvent, Dave. They're basically yeah. insolvent, um, like a lot of the U.S. banks. And for folks who think you know, everything's hunky-dory here, the Fed stepped in last week and everything's good to go in the United States, eh, no, not the case. Basically, what happened last week is that all U.S. banks were nationalized. They just didn't advertise it that way. Um, and they are backstopping selectively with the ones they want to select. So basically, it's up to Janet Yellen, Joe Biden, and the FDIC. And they decide who's systemically important, who provides contagion risk, and so forth. And so if you're a small to medium-sized bank in Oklahoma, Iowa, North Dakota, Minnesota, wherever, um, you're out of business. Right now, there's a giant sucking sound coming out of your bank. And that's that sucking sound is everybody moving their assets to J.P. Morgan, Citibank, Bank of America, which is what the Democrats want. They want the four largest money center banks to have all the assets so they can impose digital currency and track you. And that's exactly what they want. Janet Yellen, since she was the Fed chair in San, uh, the uh, uh, San Francisco Fed chair, then she became Treasury Secretary, then, sorry, Fed chair, then Treasury Secretary. She's wanted this for a long time. And so you add that into the mix, and then you add in the out-of-control uh, spending, the, the lack of discipline on the, on, the, on the Biden side, the $7 trillion proposal. They want to raise taxes. We have no growth. They want to raise taxes, and we're in a debt crisis. Not a great time. Even my, four, even my fourth grader knows that's not a good time to raise taxes. So, so Dave, it's a mess financially and, and geopolitically. We'll dive into this, but you know, with the Ukraine, the southern border, with China, CCP, Taiwan, there's a lot of activity in the Taiwanese Straits in the South China Sea this weekend with war games going on. So we have this convergence, basically, and I'm going to, I'll stop here, this convergence of financial crises, multiple financial crises converging with geopolitical crises. We've got President Xi meeting Putin uh, uh, Moscow, in Moscow with Putin on Monday. Putin, as we speak right now, is actually in the Ukraine checking on the forward positions of the, of the Russian army. Um, it's a mess, Dave. It's a real mess. The, the, it's, it is pretty messy out there. Um, let me just say this then to, um, to, as a small button on the whole thing. This is uh, nothing new. Basically, the, these globalists, um, this has been put into motion for 100 years ago, Yeah. certainly from the 1930s onwards, so, which is at about a 100-year mark. 
Uh, and the key word here is, you know, governmental control of all facets of, facets of society. And I'm, I'm no longer going to just use the word liberal. They are not liberals. These are, are prog- uh, radical leftists. Yeah. And they, they use these pretty words about, oh, we want to make banks solvent, just for an example, to really, uh, as you just noted, take take control. They, they, they you know, and it's 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 all facets. So yeah. it's yeah. your health care. It's your uh, taking away your gas stoves. And it's not it's not yep. just and the Democrats, um, they do. It's this typical sleight of hand. But as I was just saying, this has been 100 years in the making. Yeah. And we've been able to kind of slow them down at times. But unless we do a full court press with yeah. all hands on deck to put a, a brakes on this. Yeah. I mean, they, we're about ready to go off the cliff here, buddy. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's like, you know, I kind of I kind of was joking with my wife this morning about a cousin far left uh, libtard that lives in San Francisco, not on my side, uh, by, the, by the way, but, uh, you know, and talking about that gas range thing. So so what would, what, what do you think would push someone, a liberal in San Francisco over the edge to actually move out of San Francisco? <laughs> uh, poop and needles on the streets, uh, hair, open drug use, uh, rampant crime, um, out of control, uh, smash and grabs. Uh, thousand, you know, com- companies leaving the city out of control. Uh, no, when they tell you that you can't buy a Wolf gas range for your new four million dollar condo, that's the thing. Is that going to be it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, on a side note, there are literally thousands of um, restaurants that are Asian uh, operated. You know, whether Thai, Vietnamese, they all have to have gas stoves because they all right. use those. They use woks. The woks, yeah. And and so, uh, please, people, um, if you've just a new immigrant or not. You got to catch a clue. It's, it's all connected. Yeah. They're going to take your stove. Oh, yeah, that's just one little thing. But if you can't put a, a gas powered stove, you can't you can't make your wok noodles, dude. It ain't happening. <laughs> it's not uh, happening. And, and, and just to tie into that, this being yeah. a global event, not just here, but in Sweden, yeah. this is a perfect example. Um, is that uh, of course they have a corrupt pension system. Gee, what yeah. a shock! It's a go- yeah. it's, if it's a government and there's money involved, it's corrupt. So um, they are also completely taking over um, this particular uh, you know, system. Uh, and it's all because of tied into what? ESG, yep. ESG in their strategy. And that yeah. means you're no longer putting uh, the people's money as, as the top priority. Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the huge problems with SVB as well. Dave, uh, I'm going to buy a 10,000 acre ranch in Montana and load it up with as many ATVs, gas powered, and as many uh, gas burning wolf ranges as I can. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And, and litter it with yeah. thousands of cattle em- emitting tons of methane gas. And, uh, you know, screw everybody else. Suck on this as far I'm re- as I can I'm ready say. for the ribs, man. Let's go. Let's I tell do you. it. Um, I got a couple interesting stories to kind of wrap up, for, at least from my perspective. Um, you know, we're coming up on the 11-year anniversary of Andrew Breitbart's untimely mm, death. Of yes. course, Breitbart News, the, the, the leader in conservative news um, globally, died of a quote-unquote heart failure uh, about 11 years ago. Uh, it'll be in May as the anniversary. Not quite sure that was the case. A lot of speculation about how he actually died. So they, uh, I was just reading an article about this uh, today. And uh, this is up on, uh, where is this? Uh, AP, actually, I think. Anyway, um, so, there, you know, or everybody knew that death was suspicious and blah, 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 but they kind of put it to bed. Um, there was a, the, the uh, what do you call him, the coroner, uh, the coroner uh, from Los Angeles, the coroner, Michael Cormier was his name, 61. He was investigating the untimely death of Andrew Breitbart and uh, was about to release a report on it. And all of a sudden, the coroner, Dave, he died of arsenic poisoning. 
Don't, don't you find that quite unusual? Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say. From the very beginning, and you know, Breitbart was almost a neighbor of mine. I wasn't too far from the guy. Wow. Right away, I mean, this guy was in his early 40s, not yeah. in the greatest of shape, but the idea that he would just suddenly die like that on the street yeah. is uh, improbable. And now we're finding out the coroner who was investigating died of arsenic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm not sure if you know this little, you know, before Breitbart died, literally one or two nights before, he had the receipts on Obama before the 08 election. He had a lot of videotape evidence um, that embroiled Obama in a bunch of stuff. And, you know, kind of, you know, this sort of happens with friends of Clinton and friends of Obama. They tend to disappear, Dave. They tend to just uh, meet untimely ends. Quite, Quite a lot of them. You know, yeah, absolutely. Do not, uh, you know, turn, get on their bad side. Um, hey, by the way, read Righteous Indignation uh, yeah. from Andrew Breitbart. That's probably his best known book. Oh, yeah. um, hey, our, speaking of San Francisco, a CNN crew was robbed while reporting on the city's oh, yeah. rampant crime problem. I, I have to tell people about this. Yeah. So this, there's tents everywhere. There's needles everywhere, just like you described, Frank, except now we're yeah. going to get rid of the uh, let's get rid of those gas stoves because those are going to really hurt people. <laughs> right. So they're out there. They're out there doing a, they got the rental car. The car is vandalized. All their bags were stolen, which yeah. had their driver's license and passports. Excuse me for laughing. Um, they did keep their camera. But yeah. uh, and they got a photo of the of the criminal's getaway car. So hilarious. I just had to let nice. people know. Oh, beautiful. Well, staying in California, I got to share my last story of the week with folks. Uh, Dave, you know, I'm a big hockey fan. Um, used to play hockey, love hockey. San Jose. I'm over here on uh, where are we? Gate, Gateway Pundit. San Jose Sharks goalie refuses to wear his woke team's LGBTQ jersey and has boycotted the game. Dave, this is unbelievable. This is this is an incredible human being. Uh, this is James Reimer. He's been a Christian all his life, uh, expressed it very proudly and very profoundly. Uh, and, uh, th- th- you know, again, this is part of the whole woke nonsense. The San Jose Sharks basically said for um, – for team warm-ups, you have to wear this ridiculous, like totally ridiculous-looking LGBTQ jersey in this game before the New Jer- uh, the New York Islanders. And he's like, NFW, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. And you can do whatever you want, but I am not wearing this jersey. And, you know, I, I just love stories like this, Dave, because it just people sort of say to me, well, you know, it's only this, so let it go. It's only that, so let it go. No. No, you stand up for everything. If you start stand, if you if you don't stand up for stuff like this, and then they came for me, if, as the old expression from Anne Frank uh, goes back in World War II, you have to stand up to the tyranny. You have to stand up to every single thing. You cannot let this stuff go. And I was so glad to see this guy stand up for his beliefs and his religion. Awesome story. I love it. You have to stand up right now. The line in the sand is very clear. It's just like women who are allowing men to compete on their sports in high school uh, track meets or whatever. No, walk away from it. Yep. That's it. Just walk away. Uh, My last uh, media story real quick. Uh, Here's another great uh, brand that Disney is about to ruin. Uh, The Little Mermaid. Why? I saw this story. Yeah. Yeah. So they released uh, the first full trailer. And as we actually knew this about a year ago, but uh, this is the first time announcing it. So instead of having the the pretty redhead girl, they have a African-American girl playing the Little Mermaid. So after one day, it had... This has never happened ever. It has garnered more than one million dislikes on YouTube. Oh, jeez. That, that, that is like wow. opposite of what they want to see. This will be a bust. It'll be another. They'll, well, yeah. 
um, we all have to promote. If you don't like it, you're racist. It's going to yeah. be the, the typical stuff. If you don't stuff, like it, you're racist. But, yeah, but, at, at the end of the yeah. day, just like with the new uh, Ant-Man film, yeah. it's going to be another uh, destroyed yeah. Disney franchise. It's such, it's such a joke. It's such a joke. Yeah. I mean, if, and by the way, I think that was that dislike ratio was four to one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, dislikes to likes, if I recall seeing that myself. But it's the same thing they do. Like they they, they put a black Miss mermaid. And if you don't like it, you're racist. If they put a Latinx, oh, you don't like it, you're xenophobic. If you, they put a LGBTQ, oh, you don't like it, you don't believe in uh, a cho- freedom of uh, ch- choice and sexuality. No, I believe there's two sexes: men, women, and that's it. Boy, girl, two choices. Well, also, if you want to have choice. if you want to have a black uh, mermaid, just make a different film. Don't yeah. take this franchise that we've exactly. loved for now for thirty years and and yeah. ruin. Just take, make another one. Yeah. Have uh, Letitia in the ocean film. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever and, you want to call and, it. And you get, you get salt and pepper to star in it. They can make it make it a, a duo thing or something. Anyways, we digress. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys listening. And of course, you can listen to our show on all the different podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere: at Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, etc. And on social media, we are at Rant and Rave 1776. And Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.